0: Hi, and welcome to Take Every Thought Captive, our weekly look at the Catholic intellectual tradition and an exploration of the author's books and topics that have shaped Catholic thinking for 2,000 years. My name is Jason Gale, and I'm joined this week by Dr. Benjamin Smith, our lecturer in philosophy here at Catholic Studies Academy. And we're going to pick up our conversation that we had last time uh, talking about the myth of self. Uh, and what we want to do is is dive a little more deeply into this uh, subject and look at you know, the, this idea of the true self and the false self, mm. uh, and and really try to gain a little bit better understanding. And most importantly, because it is such a, a, a prevalent bad idea right now, <laughs> right. Uh, that, that a lot of people are falling into. And even in Catholic circles, mm. um, there's um, many you can find articles in even Catholic circles about this, this idea of, your true self, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. as if it's distinct from some uh, from somebody else. I don't know. Right, right, um, <laughs> right. It's kind of vague, <laughs>
1: um,
0: and so you can find you can find these in in many different Catholic circles. And so we just really want to uh, try to address this. And uh, um, uh, one of our goals here at Catholic Studies Academy and on this podcast is to help refute error. Uh, and so, Dr. Smith, let us begin. Uh, and as we get started, can yeah. we, uh, uh, how about we do a, a quick review of kind of sure. um, overview of what we did last time uh, with sure. regards to uh, identifying this myth?
1: Yeah. So uh, I think the, the 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 problems with this uh, really come out, um, especially, I mean, I think we, 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 Did a good job last time bringing out some of the problems, but especially when we get into ideas of what genuine self-knowledge means, um, you know, and um, uh, what it means to understand oneself, uh, I think it really comes out because I think there is a form of genuine self-knowledge right, that we're called to, um, but that I think this false idea of the self very often comes with, brings in, right? a form of self-knowledge that's also false, right? right. And almost kind of a pseudo-mysticism uh, that's associated with it. But before talking about that, just a little bit of review. Uh, we talked last time about the idea, right, that that out of modern philosophy, um, as well as other sources, there's a lot actually that goes into building up this idea of the modern self. <clears throat> uh, psychology, Certainly certain elements of psychology uh, yeah. played an important role in that. Uh, but eventually what emerges is, and this is pretty clear by the time we get to the 19th century, is the idea of uh, your true self as undefined consciousness, yep. right? Uh, and so that your, your, your true self, right, the true subject, right, um, of your actions and passions, your true identity, I guess, right, is mm-hmm. undefined. Mm-hmm. It's not defined by your body, for sure right yeah. Oh, yeah. so uh you know in the 60s uh you know, very often you'd hear feminists say biology is not destiny right and what they meant by that right is you know i'm not my body i can't be defined by the fact that i can have babies right uh i'm i'm different than that i am something other than my body right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so strange right when you think mm-hmm. about how scientific and materialistic we are in every other field right but it, when it comes to this question of identity right we become radically uh uh, just sort of um antibody right or something you know, the body's just this thing over here it's not me i'm this other thing right uh whatever that may be right? yeah <laughs> you know yeah, and
0: i and i've even i have even seen it taken to the uh you know people try to baptize this idea where they'll say you know by us by by me emptying myself and kind of entering into this um Mm-hmm. Undefined consciousness. That's how we are, that's how we actually are in communion with each other when we all uh, enter yeah. into this. It's no. beautiful. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're it's right? creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it you is. know, whatever
1: the, the, the image that comes to me always, always when people start talking like this. It, I'm not a big fan of this, but being a 90s guy, um, the, uh, uh, you know, the Star Trek The Next Generation, you know, that was the big thing, right? Sure. Well, who was the big enemy in there? The Borg. The board, <laughs> <laughs> <You know, laughs> whatever. People start talking like that. It's like I mean, you're starting to sound a lot like the Borg. the <laughs> But anyways, um, so the um, yeah, so there's a denial that our identity is is um, connected to our bodies, mm-hmm. which ends up also then being that our identity is not connected to our social relationships, our social standing, right? So this sounds a little weird at first, but so much of our social standing really is connected to our bodies, right? That yeah. we're men and women, that we're children of certain parents, that we're parents of certain children, right? That we have certain relationships to, um, to other human beings in terms of being fellow citizens, not exclusively, but often because of where we, our bodies were born, right? Sure. Uh, so when you really start thinking about it, right, actually the body, denying bodily meaning of yourself ends up also denying right the social meaning of yourself right. right in a lot of ways, right? So that you've basically cleared out any sort of given meaning. And it's so fascinating, Jason. I mean one of the things I've one of the reasons I've kind of gotten into this area is just because it's so multi-leveled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like peeling an onion. I mean you just peel it and there's another layer and another layer. Um, but anyways what, what we end up with, right, is that the ultimate subject, the ultimate identity of the human being is undefined consciousness, mm-hmm. which leaves the person open to define his own consciousness. Um, that's the basic idea, right? And as I think we pointed out last time, that goes very well with the modern ethos of autonomy, right? Yeah. That, that I'm not defined by something outside of myself. I'm not defined by God. I'm not defined as a creature in relation to a creator. I define myself, right? According to I, whatever I want, my project, right. whatever it is, yeah.
0: Right. And even and even to the point where I can even deny certain social relationships that have like my parents, Mm -hmm. I don't have to consider that part of my identity, you know, whereas, you know, again, it's uh, again, holding up autonomy uh, as kind of the the highest and we see this with um, euthanasia and things like that autonomy becomes the highest Mm -hmm. virtue and the only thing that we should uphold is a person's autonomy. Um, you know, and it is that center of the part of the onion where, yes, when you get to that part, <laughs> you're just crying. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad, sad affairs. Well, it is
1: interesting, right? I mean, because there does seem to be something, and, and from a Thomas perspective, I understand this uh, to a degree that there is something about us we want to understand. Yeah. And one of the things we want to understand is ourselves. Sure. Um, and we, we, we lack self understanding, and I think this is important we, we sort of go astray. We, we find it difficult to, to act, to be happy, to relate to others, that sort of thing. Right. Um, to find purpose and meaning. Right. Um, and I think that's correct. I mean, I I think that we do need to understand ourselves. I think understanding ourselves and understanding God are the two main things we need to understand. Right. (laughs) When it really comes down to it. And, um, uh, unfortunately, right, I think the need for self understanding
0: mm-hmm.
1: has been answered by this false idea of the self yeah right uh and along with that false idea of the self goes right a model of self understanding that is i think uh erroneous and misleading
0: yeah and and I think one of the biggest errors is they it's a many times it's, it begins with a simple ignoring of God that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, but, but for the Christian to try to understand yourself apart from God, that's mm-hmm. impossible. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting.
1: Like, I had a really interesting conversation with somebody who's been a long time friend and he was talking about, uh, he's a little bit older than I am. Um, and he was talking about, he had kind of come to a point in his life where he just didn't really Understand who he was anymore, didn't wasn't attached to any goals that he had had before, uh, that sort of thing it was just kind of blank, kind of yeah. lost, you know. Um, and, and he lost that self understanding of uh that he had had before. Now it was probably an incomplete self understanding for sure. sure, but it was interesting because in that conversation, you know, I hadn't thought about this particularly in a while, but, but as a Christian, right, my self understanding. Is already given, and it's relational, right? In yeah. the sense that I am defined in relation to God, right? Uh, as an image of God, as a creature of God, all those sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm never, it's, it, I'm never really just trying to find out myself in isolation. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, uh, which is really helpful. I, like, there's a bigger story. I understand myself. To a bigger story and a bigger picture, and that's God's story, right? And that's the the picture that includes creator and creature.
0: Yeah, and like you said, that the beginning place for the Christian understanding of self is an already established relationship.
1: That's right. That that's is, right. Yeah.
0: That you know, um, it can only be broken on our part. And even when we do break it, it doesn't mean that we cease to have to have been created in His image and likeness. That's right. You know, so so to have that as a starting point, um, you know, it's like I mean, it's like you know, you're you're already halfway through the Appalachian Trail, you know, or something like that. (laughs) Like you're you're already, you know, you're you're way Uh, ahead of somebody who's um, starting from nowhere. You know, that's right. That's right. And that's why you know I think you know we do have a lot of mental health issues today. Is because Mm -hmm. people are trying to start from a point that they are metaphysically, (laughs) uh, (laughs) intellectually, like spiritually that that doesn't exist. You're 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 trying to start from a from a point of 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 again, like you said, it's important that we understand ourselves and our personal identity and things Mm -hmm. like that. And there's a right way to understand that, but Mm -hmm. to begin from a false place. Right. That's, I mean, that's right. a, it's a non-starter, dude. Like, <laughs> that's right. that's you, know, right. yeah. you can't start from there. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like trying to build a house, you know, with uh, without any timber. You know, you're just yeah. like, you know, like like somebody throws you in the ocean and says, "Build a house." Yeah. <laughs> from the top, yeah. From the top down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just can't do it. <laughs> right. So how do, we, how do we how do we how do
0: we begin to understand then kind of maybe a a, a correct way of of understanding, I guess, you know, or, or to, to get at self-knowledge.
1: Yeah. So I think it's helpful to to do that uh, by maybe uh, con- I always find it helpful to contrast the, uh, mm-hmm. the truth with the error. So um, let's start by maybe looking at some, some of the false way, right? Sure. So if you have, if you start with a presupposition, right. With the principle that the self is undefined consciousness, mm-hmm. then you want to kind of, get back there because there's you're you're gonna it you're going to think of yourself right as jason gale mm-hmm. who is married to a certain person and and lives in a certain place and has certain children is a homeowner and a citizen right you're gonna be thinking about yourself and those kinds of things but see all of that is so laden with definition right yeah yeah, yeah. from the mod from a modern perspective a modernist perspective right that's just all laden with definition that's not the self, right? That's just all the stuff that society puts on you. Yeah. Right. That's just all the stuff, right? That that um, that history puts on you. You need to break free from all that, man. Right. Yeah. That, that, right. <laughs> you know, and 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 break free to your break through to your true self. Right. Right. That's the see that and and that you know that's not just a modern spiritual era, although that comes up a lot. And I want to talk about that in a minute. That's something you find in romanticism, right. Sure. As a, as a, as a reaction to put certain elements of the enlightenment, right. It's, you know, you got to break out from society, right. And find yeah. your true self right uh, away from social definitions and things of that nature. I think Jason, sadly, right. You see this approach, um, uh, adopted in a lot of contemporary Catholic spirituality. Sure. Where, uh, you see, uh, not just Catholic, but also Protestant, but, but, but sadly enough, I mean, some of the worst sources, uh, Catholic, um, the, um, where, where really the spiritual practice, the process of understanding yourself, the process of knowing yourself really mean is, is not, they call it contemplative and I'm going to go ahead and name some names here. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, probably the the great, the most influential advocate of this is Richard Rohr who uh, runs what's called the center for action and contemplation. Um, pretty famous dude. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. bestseller, all that sort of thing, massively influential. Um, but I also think, uh, deeply misguided. Um, and you know, what he, he sells as contemplation, okay, is not what the philosophers were talking about for sure. And he would agree with that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's also, I don't think, really genuine Christian contemplation either. One of the reasons I say that is genuine Christian contemplation is um, intellectually rich,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: it has an object, right? And the beatific vision is not the beatific blindness yeah right? the beatific vision is knowing God in his essence right it's a, it's an act of understanding right now it's a supernatural infused act of understanding mm-hmm. right um but it's not. Uh, darkness <laughs> right? yeah even when you get to uh in elements of classical say uh carmelite spirituality which include a stage of the dark night of the soul the dark night of the soul is not the goal <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you move through the dark night of the soul right <laughs> to infuse contemplation uh infuse contemplation right is uh is is a kind of supernatural knowing right it, it is kind of overwhelming in its luminosity right? uh but that's not because of its darkness right? yeah
0: and many, and many times that's how contemplation is painted in many of these different areas where it's kind of it's either this where the 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 object is the self
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: the self reflecting on the self mm-hmm. and it just becomes kind of this divine navel gazing <laughs> or or you know or it becomes um you know so i i've seen it take that form but i've also seen it you know again like similar to what you were saying it, it takes the form of being uh, having nothing to do with the intellect that's right uh, Absolutely. you know so we want to we want to empty the intellect uh-huh. of 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 thoughts because our thoughts are human and human thoughts mm-hmm. are not divine thoughts and so we need to yeah. empty our mind of of these hu- of, of all our humanity and it's just it's it's also ha- i mean it just has this like twinge of just false humility that's yeah, just maddening sure. as well yeah, um, yeah, where oh, we want to empty ourselves of human thoughts. You know, right. well, no, not if our human thoughts are trying to understand divine, <laughs> divine. That's right. That's right. That's right. God. So here's, and,
1: you know, yeah, yeah, here's the thing though, the, and this is the the, the trick. Uh, Richard Rohr uh, really develops this, right? Is what you're talking about here is he would just call, well, that's just your separate self. Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start thinking and forming definitions and ideas, and again, you find parallels of this in Romanticism and in thinkers like Schleiermacher uh, in Germany. Uh, but when you start talking about yourself in terms of thinking, in mm-hmm. terms of definitions, well, see, you've already departed from the purity of the undefined consciousness, yeah. and you've entered into the separate self. Right, so you've created kind of a dualism here, where there's the real self, which is your undefined consciousness, and then there's the thought self, right, that is your little puppet that you've thought up, right? Yeah, Uh, and 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 you know, if anybody's done any work in uh, in Hindu philosophy or Buddhist philosophy, this is very uh, this just tracks right, Uh, pretty much pretty straightforwardly um, with those uh, those those traditions, right? So, this is really an importation into Christian thinking of, um, you know, uh, ways of thinking that, that, that are, are not Christian, right? That are parts of false religions. Um, so I'm just gonna, you know, so just so you know, I'm not making this up, you know, um, I'm gonna just read here a little bit um, and uh, I'll send you links to what I'm reading. To I think I already did actually, Jason. Uh, yeah, we'll so, put it in the show notes. Okay, good. So, you know, true self versus separate self. This is from mm-hmm. September 5th on the website Center for Action and Contemplation. Um, at the very top here, it uh, says, your true self is a little tiny flame of this universal reality that is life itself, consciousness itself, being itself, love itself, light and fire itself. Note, God's very self, right? Thinking creates, thinking creates the separate self the ego self, the insecure self. The God given contemplative mind, on the other hand, recognizes the God self, the Christ self, the true self of abundance and deep inner security. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> Let me just read one more letter. Every one way. of us is shadowed by an illusory person, a false self. This is the man I want myself to be, but who cannot exist because God does not know anything about him. And to be unknown of God is altogether too much privacy, privacy. So there's just so much to say here, Jason. Um, You're a catechist.
0: (laughs) Where do I begin?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, is myself identical to the universal reality that is God's self?
0: No, gosh, no. Why would you ever put yourself in that? Yeah. Unless you're Adam and Eve and this was, you know, before the fall and, you want to put yourself up there great see how that turns out for you yeah, right. I, yeah. that's you never going to be like a good, god <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be like god like mm-hmm. yeah no and 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 again it's this you know when some of the things you read there you're like oh that sounds weird but then it's like the you throw in this little bit of false humility uh-huh. of uh-huh. you know like uh-huh. your own weaknesses so you want to throw that off and and put on the, you know it 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 uh, it's it's the the best way i can describe it is that it is sexy it's it, okay. it sounds good to the the modern ear. It's, yeah, it it's, does. Mm-hmm. It's very much what we want what we want to hear because it right. kind of it, it 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 counsels my my uh, sinfulness sure. into thinking I'm my sin is not really that bad, you know. Right. And right. It, it it really kind of just strokes my ego. It you know mm-hmm. it sounds it sounds, mm-hmm. you know, great yeah. to my modern ears you know I mean, here i am in my duplicity in my catholic years it, it's horrible
1: i mean it's just right sure yeah. sure yeah well i think you know i mean I, I, especially if you say because you could be a flat materialist right and just say this is all bunk
0: yeah right like
1: <laughs> if you were just a flat materialist you say like i don't know what you, this guy's talking about like you know uh, um you know the the self is just some sort of epiphenomenal byproduct of basic physiological processes, yeah, and right, if you're a materialist, um to be perfectly honest, I kind of think at this at that point i would I would actually kind of feel like that the materialist had a healthier perspective, but anyways, mm-hmm. I think this is attractive if you want to be kind of modern in terms of endorsing the idea of autonomy
0: mm-hmm. and
1: still want to have some kind of spirituality about you. Yeah. You follow me, right? Like you, and this is really interesting. It is very interesting I think that if you just write in terms of spirituality mm-hmm. um like I, I was just looking at a um an article over on psychology today uh a publication I don't necessarily recommend but anyways <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was checking it. I I like to look at such things from time to time and you know there's a guy on there writing about our need for a new global spirituality and like this is a mainstream yeah scientific right magazine and he's writing about the importance of for health and human happiness a new global spirituality right and you're just like huh like so I, that just one like l- illustration of the fact that Human beings, even if they want to reject Christianity, yeah. even if they want to reject, reject uh, Islam, Judaism, or some you know, kind of religion like that, they still kind of want some spirituality kicking around, right, Yeah, some sort. And this kind of has that feel to it. Again, it's amazingly like Hinduism, right? Sure. Oh, In yeah. which, right, you, you, you have the, the kind of the, the outer self and the inner self. And all of life is really about overcoming that outer self and returning. I might have this terminology wrong here. If I get this wrong, please forgive me. Um, but uh, I think it's the Atman, right. That you, you return back into, right. The one that you were always with. Right. Mm. And it's interesting. Like this spirituality always reduces to uh, a kind of monism, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That is that everything is one, and then that monism always becomes pantheism, right? Right. Everything is one, and everything is God, right? So let's look at this. Your true self is a little tiny flame of this universal reality that is life itself. Who do we say is life itself? That's that's, We say that of God.
0: Yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: You know, being itself, that's God. Love itself, that's God, right? And then he says, God's very self. So you. Right, yourself is a flame of that thing, right? Right. So, I mean, it's it it, it sounded pretty close to pantheistic monism, right?
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And to the and to the Christian, you know, you 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 throw in some some key words there, and and they it's they can easily fall for that, mm-hmm. you know. And it, and again, it becomes this uh, uh, this so self, almost self worship, you know, yeah, in sure. my own in my own abilities, well, in my
1: own Jason, that only makes sense if you are part of God. Yeah. If you're part of God, of course you should worship yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You should honor yourself.
0: Yeah, and, and, and you know, if I was, if I was a, an evil catechist, you know, I would say, well, you know,
1: in, <laughs> in baptism,
0: in baptism we, we become, you know, brothers with Christ, right? We become uh, one with him to where we can say with Jesus, our father, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. But not in this way. <laughs> not in this way. Right. I have I have yet to don my my divi- my divine mantle uh, with Christ. <laughs> right. I will, you know, like
1: you're right, not going right. to be
0: able to do that here on Earth. Like that's not yeah. going to happen. And yeah. and, I, and that's where it, again it goes. It, it takes it just way too far. So I mean, you 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 can find yeah, just ah, uh, it's just evil. It's it so is
1: rough. yeah. It, it takes you really. It's like uh, I say, a false conception of reality and a false conception of uh, philosophy and theology of God, doctrine of God. And the next phrase there that I was reading, the next paragraph, thinking creates the separate self. So this is how you get back to. So in that first line, where I'm talking about your true self is basically God, um, that's really where you get to. That's the ultimate realization, right? Yeah. That's the ultimate spiritual truth, the ultimate self, right, that you find there. Um, But the way you get there is by realizing that Thinking creates the separate self, the ego self, the insecure self, right? And, and that's this, there's this idea, there's a double self here now, right? There's the true self, mm-hmm. which is undefined consciousness. We find out really it's God, right? But, but, but in front of that and kind of obscuring and hiding that truth from you, Jason, mm-hmm. is your thinking self. Right. Uh, thank or you. For you're letting thinking me about know. oh, this might you know. You're thinking about yourself as a Catholic, and you have certain beliefs and duties and a catechist, yeah. all that stuff. That's just your separate self, man. Right. Thank <laughs> you, you know, for now. I under,
0: now I understand. <laughs>
1: Oh. Now, what i always want to ask is like does that also include like your duties as being a husband and a father or, or is just like separate self not true self can you just sort of- honey,
0: honey stop stop trying to tell me tell myself separate <laughs> self to, to emerge i'm really trying to enjoy my That's true right. self yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I, I think i think it felt like maybe a good way to understand it as you know you there's there's many heresies out there like you know right. arianism you know which you know, uh, denies uh, Christ's divinity. So it reduces God in his divinity. Like where, where this thing goes wrong is it not only reduces God uh, uh, in his divinity, but it also falsely raises man to something uh, he's not. So, I mean, it's, it's this, it seems to be this kind of double error of, of both being heretical against uh, who God is, but also uh, who we are. And so, I mean, like, nothing good is going to come out of
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. So let's let's look a little bit over a little bit more here. This is from September 2nd, Wednesday, September 2nd. Uh, Again, this by Richard Rohr. Um, uh, um, And it's, you know, it's on his uh, website. It's called The True Self slash Separate Self. And Mm -hmm. the subtitle is Trusting in the True You. Mm
0: -hmm. So here we
1: go again, right? There's two yous now, right, right, Jason? There's the... There's the, the false you, which is the separate self, the public self, the thinking self, right? Um, uh, one that is definable by propositions and descriptions, right? Sure. But then there's the deeper self, right? So let's read a little bit here. Uh, again, this is from Trusting in the True You. Our separate self is who we think, word is italicized, who we think we are, right? There you go, so, thinking so, yeah, again, Gosh. Thinking, right, thought <laughs> is bad. It's so interesting how often this comes out, right? Is that thinking is uh, in propositions and definitions. This is always why I kind of caution people, especially when they say new converts or something like that. There's maybe sometimes a temptation to jump into the deepest pools of the catholic mystical tradition oh, because yeah, yeah. it's it's beautiful it is john so really you know, of the cross you know, yeah right <laughs> like i kind of say let, let's take baby steps here a little bit right <laughs> right because that's a deep pool and um and sometimes we can come away with oh thoughts bad propositions are bad yeah. right and, oh, yeah. and that's false that's false um very interestingly there's a book um by thomas merton mm-hmm. uh who i don't actually recommend on these matters because he really went astray in the later career sure but in his first half of his career really was not and he wrote a book called ascent to truth yeah and it's about his last good one and it was uh, about saint john of the cross and in there he cautions very strongly mm. against the anti-cognitive versions of mysticism right which is really interesting because later yeah. on he really embraces that when sure. he kind of takes a buddhist turn right um but in in that earlier book right he's he's really no we need to no we can't like genuine spirituality is not anti cognitive right. right um but here we have, very clearly, the problem here is you're thinking, you're defining, you're describing. You see how appealing this is to kind of like a relativistic approach, how appealing this is to a nihilistic approach, right? Well,
0: well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, the fact that we are, like, does he not understand, like, he just said, you know, thinking, you know, our separate self is who we think we are. Well, right now we are reading an article <laughs> by somebody else, Who's telling us who our true self is? Like, we have to process words and sure, articles. Yeah. Jason, and you're just complete caught up ideas. in your logic
1: self. You need to break free of, you're trying to say he's being inconsistent. You just need to break free of all that, all yeah. that logic. All stuff. right, I'll stop thinking. All right, go all right, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but our thinking does not make it true. It is a social and mental construct mm. that gets us started on life's journey. It is a set of agreements between us as individuals and our parents, blah, blah, blah. It is, a, it is our container. Yeah, it is largely defined in distinction from others, precisely as our separate and unique self. It's probably necessary to get started, but it becomes problematic. So again, you know, and I've noticed this over, uh, across many different spectrums, right? Sure. This, um, oh, we need to realize we're all one, right? I mean, it's like the John Denver song, right? Basically, right? I mean, is, <laughs> am I saying that right? Is that am, is, is is Imagine? Who's that? I, no, 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 no uh, John Lennon. John Lennon. Sorry, sorry about that, John. Lennon. Yeah, John Denver's uh, great. Don't ever, sorry. Don't ever trash <laughs> John <Denver. laughs> Sorry, pop culture's not my strength. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, but yeah, it's like we're all one, right? Imagine we're all one. The, the, what's evil is thinking that you're different than, than somebody else, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Now, obviously, excessive individualism can be a problem. But the fact that you're an individual distinct from others is not evil. It's just true. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like I yeah, I remember like having conversations with it and I remember this guy kept saying, well, you know, man, and we're really one. And I kept saying, No, yeah, we're but, not. Right? Yeah. Like, you're not the father of my children. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you we're <laughs> uh <laughs> you know, uh, I'm I am their only father, and that's not true of anyone else, <laughs> right? In terms of their being their biological father uh so um uh you know there's the fact that we can define ourselves as unique and separate is not bad you know right. I, like people just have a obsession about this right now uh i think this kind of spirituality is uh, part of that but
0: i think I, I think a big i think a big part of it is and this is my own kind of diagnosis is i mean there, 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 there's these you know again the way that guy created us that there's these these tendencies these longings these desires within sure. us for for the eternal right you know there yeah, and, 's sure. and, and I think i think that 's one of the biggest things is we we long for eternity, and because of that, you know we, we, we fall into uh, f- we can fall into false ideas like okay, eternity really i mean the idea of eternity has no boundaries, so the idea mm-hmm. of an undefined consciousness well, that sounds great, that sounds like eternity because. There, right. there's there's no there's no limitations and no as soon limits, as you yeah. start as soon as you start defining things dr smith See, yeah, you're, yeah. you're putting limitations on eternity and you can't do that yeah you know? so I mean, don't, it's weird yeah, so
1: push back there is only one unlimited right mm-hmm. and it's god right yeah <laughs> there is only one truly uh one without beginning and that's sure. god right and that's what's what's so like this underlying this is is always it always collapses back into monistic pantheism right as the other great alternative i think to classical theism um you know as i mean a whole world civilizations right are organized around this idea Mm -hmm. you know really a lot of hinduism and, and a lot of strains of buddhism are organized around the idea of monistic pantheism sure sure right um you know Western civilization didn't take that route, yeah. right? We took a different route, um, uh, which is interesting. Neither did Near Eastern civilization, right? Right. Uh, They didn't take that route either, right? Let me just keep reading here. Uh, I think you're right though, uh, Jason. Um, He he goes on to say, the separate self. So this is that part of yourself that's definable. Mm -hmm. That's that version of yourself is bogus. Yeah, we need the temporary costumes or the is, of, of our ego selves and costumes. So yeah. you're being a husband is a costume, right? To and get I'll tell my wife that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. So going on down here a little bit further, he says, when we find our true self, right, we have discovered the true freedom and liberation, right. So yeah. the true self is undefined by all that. Here, check this out. Because it's undefined, when we are connected to the whole, we no longer need to protect, defend the smaller parts. We're connected to something inexhaustible and unhurtable. The yeah. true self cannot be hurt. Yeah, the true, yeah, you, is un- the true you is indestructible. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it literally says that, right? Yeah. Now again, um, so he says, if we do not let go of our separate self, false self, at the right time, the right way, we remain stuck, trapped, and addicted, right? Yeah. The traditional word for this was sin. Yeah. yeah. What? That's a total no. Sin is an, is a, is a violation of God's law. <laughs> that's what sin is, right? Um, uh, it goes on to say. Unfortunately, many people reach an old age still entrenched in their egoic egoic operating system. Our only true self lives forever and is truly free in this yeah, world. Yeah. See, there's that eternity there. Yeah. It's yeah, just. Yeah. But so. It, yeah. yeah. It's just a lot to say here, but what you can see is the idea of self-understanding, and that's really what I really want to focus on here. Sure this idea of self understanding goes with an understanding of the self or a model of the self and leads to a metaphysical picture that's wrong. Yeah. Right. And, and and an error, right? So you start with the idea self is undefined consciousness. How do you get to it by thinking away, by eliminating, by detaching from, even if just internally, Mm -hmm. okay. Detaching from, um, those elements uh, of uh, self definition, right? So, wherever you, wherever you can find something that defines yourself, that self, you, you come to recognize, oh, that's separate self, yeah. or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, and I detach from that internally. And that gives me the opportunity to be at rest, right? To yeah. rest in my uh, true self which is this undefined consciousness. Now, one of the things really interesting, I've spent uh, some time studying Buddhist philosophy and Hindu philosophy, and I've even spent a good bit of time kind of reading uh, work on um, uh, Buddhist meditation and the methods of Buddhist meditation. One of the things you do in this kind of meditation, right, um, is you try to let all of your thoughts float away. Yeah, right. It's very important your sensations first, Mm -hmm. right? You start by sitting very still. Yeah, you start, and then you try to let your sensation. You try to stop sensing. Now you don't tell yourself stop sensing, right? (laughs) You you learn certain techniques by which keyword keyword yeah keywords uh, certain things you can do that will and it is interesting, right? I mean, the certain techniques that make you make it to where you're less aware of your body. Right, less aware of what's going on around you, less aware of what you of of sound, things of that nature, right? Mm -hmm. Um once you get to that state, right, you're supposed to detach from thought, right? How do you do that? Well, when the thoughts start happening, you just sort of note them and then return to this one place of uh blank awareness. Now it could be lots of different things, but you focus on this one thing, like your breath, right? Yeah, That's yeah, one yeah. of the techniques, right? You, you just say, oh, I'm thinking about um, what I need to do Tuesday. Well, I just let that go. So noted and return to your breath. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and so you keep following these techniques yeah. over and over again, right? And eventually what you're supposed to do is every, you're, 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 you're no longer aware of thinking. You're no longer aware of sensation. You're just in your awareness. Right. Yeah. That's finding your true self. And then at some point, if you're, if you do this enough, right. You come to recognize your true self, right. As connected to the whole, as part of God, as this little flame, et cetera. Right
0: yeah so i didn't have to read all those books like you i was just catechized in the 80s so it was like just built into okay, That was, it. yeah no this is centering prayer like so much like i i I, I yeah i didn't it, i didn't like purposefully enter into centering prayer i was kind of put in a situation where i had to uh, try to participate and it was right. weird and again the whole time you know you know later on realizing it uh more i mean it's, it's Buddhism. Um, yeah. you know, this, this idea of just letting, letting everything go, even, you know, letting all thoughts, when a thought comes, you say your, your key word or something, and you, you acknowledge that thought, but then let it go.
1: Right. And it's just, uh-huh. and,
0: but, but there at no point in your emptying, do you, do you attempt to fill that up with, with God's presence, God's grace, um, mm. a, a, a thought about God, like, and that was the thing like I, I was poorly poorly catechized early on and so you know the whole time I'm like when when do we get to God? Like, I didn't know much, I didn't know much but I knew that you know like at some point we should arrive at God right. and all I was arriving at was was my own was my own stupid thoughts you know uh, I mean just you know yeah I mean it, it, and, and that was the thing it was like you know there was it, it was empty it, it sure. just, yeah. just like yeah. it's, its method was also its product.
1: It was just uh, That's true. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think something about it, Jason, is that I think people find it's almost a mechanical way of producing a kind of interior piece. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's, it's the, a kind of mechanical way of producing a kind of escape from anxiety. Sure. You know? Yeah
0: well and that's why like even like the, the the new term now is mindfulness right mm-hmm. so so even even like the 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 practice of mindfulness even that has like uh uh really gone into secular psychology as like a, a genuine form of like therapy mm-hmm. uh um mm-hmm. because it does because you know it it or at least you know it says it produces this at least internal still I'll I'll say internal stillness I don't know if it's necessarily peace Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this stillness, which, you know, the person may lack. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and I'll say, you know, I mean, some of the criticisms that, uh, some of the criticisms is the right word. Some of the observations, <laughs> right. That, uh, uh, you know, uh, people like R- Richard Rohr uh, would make will sound a lot like, uh, good, uh, philosophical or good, uh, ascetic theology, mm-hmm. right. Where we recognize that, um, that our lives are probably too busy. We probably do to spend too much time thinking about reputation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot that you could say like, Hey, yeah, like our lives are kind of screwed up right now. I think, especially in the modern world, way too busy, frenetic, uh, ego driven in bad ways. Right. In the sense of like, you know, look at how many you know likes I get on Facebook and that's my self worth, <laughs> uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, in a large measure, because I kind of agree, right. Like the, with the critique of, the frenetic and superficial and materialistic elements of of much of modern life. This is not the solution, though.
0: Right, right, right. Well, yeah. and, that, and that's the thing. The diagnosis may be may be correct. Uh-huh. We we lack peace,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but mm-hmm. The, the 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 like you said, the solution to it um, is just going to uh, exasperate the problem. That's right. Like, it's that's just, right. Absolutely.
1: It's just gonna make it worse, and I think replace it with something worse. To be honest, oh yeah. Um, the uh, I, I know we're, we're probably reaching our time limit here. We'll have to just do a follow up podcast on on, on the kind of genuine self knowledge. Um, but one of the things I think that's uh, interesting uh, here is um, you know when you're when you're looking at it from from this kind of looking at things from this perspective, right? As a Christian, you know you think. Most of the heresies Mm -hmm. right in the early church involved an excessive Platonism. Yeah. In which there was denial of the significance of the body. Right. Right. Our religion, Christianity, is a wordy religion. (laughs) In fact, the second person of the Holy Trinity calls himself the word.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: It's a religion that communicates truth and conceptual content, right? And at the end of the day, I think that's very important to recognize, right? And, and also, it's a relational religion, right? That is, when you have a friend, right? When you have a, a spouse, when you have a, a lord, mm-hmm. that's not a blankness, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, that, that is content rich, okay yeah you don't uh uh you don't know um um you don't know someone by sinking into yourself right (laughs) and losing all definition right you know someone by coming to know them right Right. by listening to them by talking right by doing things with them uh doing things for them etc does that make sense
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it reminds me of uh, that uh, that book, Ready Player One, where okay. it's a great kind of sci-fi, modern sci-fi, where there's this alternative world um, uh, called the Oasis, where mm-hmm. uh, that's where people go and they interact there, but they don't, they never interact really in real life. And real life is <laughs> real life is just this dystopic nightmare, but everybody just puts their headsets on and enters the oasis where they can be whoever they want to be and like all oh these things. my word yeah it's oh it's a great novel great um uh but 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 yeah it's this it's this um you know i i think a lot of it is is our some sometimes you know kind of our our sinful desires of mm-hmm. um wanting to already be in the eternal and yeah. wanting to to kind of uh, I don't want to say ignore our sins, but, but I mean, like, mm. but, but not confront mm. them, you mm. know, and, and that, you know, it's hard when you have to confront your sins and your own sinfulness, sure. right. you know, and right. this is why, you know, I think like, uh, um, uh, you know, St. Paul, I mean, mm. he correctly, you know, addresses that in, uh, you know, cause somebody may be thinking, you know, well, what about, you know, there's that um, line in Ephesians four where St. Paul says, you know, to put on the new self. Well, hmm. right before he says, put on the new self, he talks about the old self, which is right. sin, which is a sinful life, you know, <laughs> uh, um, that they, you know, uh, greedy to practice every kind of impurity, you know, uh. like they were, it, it was, a, it, it, again, it was a a life full of sin and to, to put on the new self uh, uh, is to again, this, and this is kind of what we're aiming at is to have that self knowledge in relationship to God, not mm-hmm. despite our relationship with God or not to uh, right. equivocate ourselves with mm-hmm. with God because we you know be you know we're we're not that little divine flame mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but but to understand ourselves in that way, and when we do that that we can understand the the new self it's not this but again we we don't uh it's not this duplicity of of selves that that are you know so you know i i think for 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 many people with regards to this um duplicity of selves this uh kind of dual this modern dualism or whatever Mm -hmm. it's important to understand those 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 and be able to pinpoint those errors especially within within uh catholic uh you know, like the center for action and contemplation to recognize mm-hmm, these in Catholic mm-hmm. circles, you know, or, or many of the things about Catholic mindfulness and mm-hmm. things that uh, again, what is the object? Where are you going to arrive? Well, you need to arrive at God at some point
1: mm-hmm. uh, and,
0: and not yourself.
1: <laughs> sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well spoken. Um, uh, Jason next time, maybe we'll follow up and and, and talk about the positive alternative uh, yeah. and, and kind of the, the genuine, uh, um, form of self-understanding i want to just close by apologizing to john denver and to all his fans <laughs> thanks a lot that's
0: that's right it is right and just Doctor Smith. So. all right well i hope we've given our listeners uh, a lot to think about here and you know do your own research look up look up you know kind of these things understand that they're 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 out there and they may work their work their uh, work themselves into your your parish life or something like that or you may get articles or things like that sending uh um sent to to you from friends or friends may ask you um it, it's important again go back to you know uh some classical spirituality again the focus is always on god uh and and there's a there's a true humility uh that's that's there and it's really just absent of any buddhism or or hindu or hindu spirituality um, uh, those kind of things are just antithetical to Christianity. Uh, and so I want to encourage all of our listeners, uh, go check out all of our content over at uh, CatholicStudiesAcademy.com. You can see uh, classes from Dr. Smith and Dr. Richard Buzakelli in theology and philosophy. And you can check out um, uh, Dr. Smith's articles on uh, the myth of self uh, for kind of more of a diagnosis. And so until next time, God bless.